Welcome to the Mind for Life podcast. The Mind for Life podcast. Where your thinking can change your life. And now, here's your host, Jeff Bogazic. All right, welcome to the Mind for Life podcast. We are excited to have Jim Harshaw Jr. with us. Jim Harshaw is a speaker, consultant, former Division I head coach, and a former Division I All-American wrestler at the University of Virginia. He's delivered a TED Talk called Why I Teach My Children to Fail, and he hosts the Success Through Failure podcast on iTunes. And so we want to encourage you to tune into that. Jim, welcome to the show. It's great to have you with us. Thanks so much for being Thanks, here. Thanks, Jeff. And uh, let me know what I left out there. Gosh, you know, uh, uh, probably the biggest thing that I could add would be, you know, four wife and four kids, um, ages three, well, four through 11 two boys and two girls and they are uh they are the center of my universe now so um yeah life is busy but it's very good <laughs> awesome awesome uh jim originally is from the pittsburgh area so go steelers and That's uh, right. yeah we're glad to have him so uh, let's get right into it jim if you would just tell us kind of right now uh what are the things in your life that you're passionate about what are you doing what are you involved with what do you got going on yeah, you know, um, Jeff, my biggest passion is certainly my family and kind of everything that I do revolves around my family. Interestingly, you know, uh, you know, I went through a period of struggle in my life where I was just really unclear on my goals and unclear on what was next for me and what was kind of the right, the right next thing for me, you know, and, and then how do I get there? What's the next level and, and what's, you know, how do I get to that next level? And I was always sort of just, you know, you're distracted by social media and unfocused. And, and I, so I went through that period and then I, I kind of reflected back on my time as an athlete. And I said, well, when I was an athlete, I was the opposite. I was hyper clear on my goals. Right. I was focused. I wasn't distracted and I knew what was next and I knew what I was working for every day. And, and so I reflected back on that, that, that experience and I said, how do I replicate that in my world now? And, and I was able to replicate it by, you know, going through sort of a four step process, which I actually now teach people. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I discovered what are my core values and then I built goals that aligned with those core values because so many times people have goals that are aligned with somebody else's values, right. society's values or culture or media or their mom and dad's core value, you know, their parents' family's core values. It's like, well, what are your core values? So I aligned my goals with my core values. Then I created sort of an environment of excellence, I call it, which is kind of what you have when you're an athlete. When I was performing at the highest levels, I had a coach, I had teammates who held me accountable and I held them accountable. I had, you know, nutritionists and sports psychologists and athletic trainer and strength and conditioning coach, et cetera. So I, I recreated that around myself. And then, uh, and then I had a plan for follow through. But anyway, so to get back to your question, what are my passions? Um, uh, you know, it's my family um, because I discovered that through this process that that I needed to everything that I need 
that I should be doing should come back and connect to them in some way. Even if I'm going for a run or a workout, Mm -hmm. it connects to my family, helping me become the best version of myself. And then, so out of that has grown my, my, my biggest passion in my life right now outside of my family is, is teaching this to people is helping them get that clarity and, and avoid, you know, deal with the distractions that are in our lives and, and helping them get to the same place. Awesome. Let me ask you, I want to just kind of delve into that a little bit more because the key values those core values that you talk about are really important. One of the things that uh, I really like to investigate is what, uh, in what ways do people define success in their life? And so when you talk about developing those core values, how, how did you come about discovering that process? How did you come about uh, finding a way to define what success means for you? Because you talk about your family and all that. How did you come through that process? Yeah. Uh, you know, probably like a lot of folks listening to this podcast right now, Jeff, I was the guy who was always wanting to listen to one more podcast, read one more book, talk to one more expert, watch one more YouTube video, you know, uh, say, I'll get to that next month or whatever. And never, you know, taking the action that I knew I needed to take. And so, I've had, you know, just a, a, such a variety of experiences in my life from being, like you said, a division one head coach, a division one, all American and Olympic hopeful competing overseas. So that really, you know, athletic background. Um, but I also had the experience as an entrepreneur starting multiple businesses and, you know, getting angel capital for one of my businesses at a, uh, I owned a software business. I owned a, a local home services business. Um, if I've jumped out of airplanes and rock climbed and whitewater kayaks, some of the biggest whitewater on the planet. And, and, um, so I wanted to take all these experiences and, and build a life moving forward. So I took action on all this, you know, this information, instead of listening to one more podcast, I'm going to take action and create a plan for my life. And, and so it was just, uh, it was a prototype at the time. I said, what was important, most important to me when I was competing, you know, or how did I have this life of clarity and focus when I was competing? And so I went to, I said, well, it's, I had my core values, you know, I knew exactly what was important. I said, okay, well, what next? So, and the the next part was I had goals that aligned with those core values. And then I said, well, what else? I said, why an environment, of people in, in, in media around that I was allowing into my mind and my, in my sphere of influence that, that, uh, drove me in the right direction. I said, well, what else? Well, I had a plan to follow through. And those four steps was kind of a prototype. I was the first prototype, you know, and yeah. I didn't know I was building a program that I was going to coach people through at the time, but, um, but I did it. It worked. Um, I eventually started teaching a few folks and they said, this is really great. And I scaled it up and ramped it up and did some more research and, and, um, and built it up into what it is today. It's, it's called reveal your path. And, and I teach it to people. So anyway, I took action instead of listening or listening to one more podcast or reading one more right. book. Yeah. Sometimes you can just get paralyzed by too much information and you just got to go yes. for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as my definition of success, it's, it's the, it's, it's pursuing the best version of yourself. Right. Period. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's not just listening to another podcast or reading another book. It's actually doing the work and it's most people just don't know what is the work that I do and what's the framework that I do that work through. Right. So, uh, 
it sounds like what what's one of the things that's really important to you is adding value to other people. And in our culture, of course, there's a lot of you know, emphasis on what can I get out of it? How can I get more for me, et cetera, et cetera. But you have a different kind of a focus in how can I really influence and impact and help other people? Uh, how did you come about that? Where did you learn that value from? You know, by experience, I should, the, the short version is by, by experience. The long version is, you know, I, saw that in my family growing up. Uh, my parents were very giving people. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk to people who give in, in, in just in your community, in our own, in our own networks, social networks, you know, the people who give the most are the people who seem to be the happiest, right? you know? And, and it's interesting, you know, in my business, like, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm working to get more coaching clients and if I take my mind off of, helping and giving and loving people and helping them get that clarity and focus that they need and accountability and consistency. When I take my focus off of them and I put it on me, I stumble and I struggle. But when I, when I, when I turn that around and go, just give Jim, just give without a need to, to have reciprocation. You know, I do these like free, free strategy calls with people. And like, I just, you know, as long as I just give and not expect back, I, I am most closely living out the best version of myself. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. I I really like that. Um, one of the things that you talk, uh, your podcast is about is, is dealing with failure. So share with us maybe one of the biggest failures or one of the biggest obstacles in your life that you had to overcome and how did you come out of that? Take us through the process. Yeah, sure. So gosh, it would have to be, um, I was, you know, I talked about this time when, you know, I, I, when I was, you know, I would say an elite athlete, you know, not put myself up with the, uh, an Olympians, but I was an Olympic hopeful, you know, and mm-hmm. I was one of the best in the country at what I did. And, and I was successful. I got two degrees from the number one public school in, 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 in the country and the University of Virginia, a master's degree, an undergraduate degree. And, um, you know, I was the youngest division one head coach in the country at one point. Um, you know, I had all this success. And, and then, you know, 15 years after that, I found myself in the real world with a wife and children and a mortgage and a company that was failing. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember Jeff, I remember when I came to the realization that I have to quit this company, that I have to shut it down, that it's, that I need to, I need to get a job. I need to start looking in the, the, you know, looking on Craigslist for a job. And I remember I was, I was, I was going, I was in this, this point of, of, you know, like, how did it come to this? I'm the guy who was supposed to be really successful. And I had a failed business, a struggling relationship with my wife. We just were not, you know, seeing eye to eye on so many things. I didn't, I wasn't as close to my kids as I should have been. My health was, fitness was in the worst condition of my life. And, and financially we were a mess. We had debt up to our eyeballs. And I was like, how, how did it come to this? This wasn't supposed to be my story, you know? And, 
and that was a tremendous failure I felt like for me and um and how I turned it around was this process exactly what I had you know explained was like okay I've done this before because I've had this failure before in athletics as a wrestler and it was the failure that ultimately led to my success I'm like so how do I how did I take that failure as an athlete and turn it into success and can I replicate that in the real world and and I did and in your personal life, getting back to what was really important, getting back to the core values, uh, especially when you encounter that, would you say, you know, when you go through a difficult time in thinking, uh, what, what am I going to do? Really getting back to, okay, what's really important here? Absolutely. Yeah, John. I mean, I you know, my core values are faith, family, fit, and fun. Uh-huh. And, and, and fit meaning kind of a double meaning for me. It's, it's fitness, but also a, an occupation that fits my passions. And, um, and, and when I, I always, when I coach people, the, when we go through the core values exercise, it's, we have to find a mnemonic to help you remember it because right. you know, it might all start with the letter F, right. And, and whether it's an, it's that or something else, we always find a way to, to remember it. Um, I've got a guys that I'm coaching right now. One, his, uh, his mnemonic is fight. F I G H T each letter stands for something. Another one is fire. Um, and, uh, um, and these are all word letters, words that start with F. So it doesn't have to be, I mean, there, there's, there's any kind of version, but anyway, um, but when you have those at the tip of your tongue, you can use them to make decisions, right? Right. When, when you say, okay, am I going to eat this dessert or not? Or am I going to stay late at work or not? Um, am I going to, have another beer or not? Am I going to sleep in and not work out? Or these are the things that you use to make decisions, the little decisions that, that, that drive our everyday lives that ultimately lead to the big success. Right. Well, it's interesting because if you have that, okay, so for the listeners, it's important to have a a great set of core values to to know what's really important, to define success in a particular way. And then, uh, as you mentioned, Jim, to be able to find a way to remember that so that when you're in the point of decision, right, when you're at the point of maybe temptation or what should I do, you've got that right on the tip of your tongue, right at the front of your, you know, mind to be able to say, this is not my value and I need to be able to, to move into it in this way. Amen. Yeah. You yeah. hit the, hit the nail on the head. Right. Awesome. Um, so talking about approaching obstacles and challenges in your life, one of the things that you talk about in your four step process is your environment. Uh, talk about some of the ways or some of the people or some of the things that you put around you to kind of help keep your, your mind and your attention focused on the things that are important. How do you go about creating that? Yeah. So, so it's a great question. So there's really three things. It's, it's people, it's media, and it's, it's that internal voice, your self-talk. So the, the people, you know, who are the people that I need to spend more time with? Who need, who do I need to maybe spend a little less time with? You know, um, you know, Jim Rohn is, you know, has the famous quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And, and I believe that to some extent, I believe there, there, there's a piece missing to that. Um, which is, the second part is the, the, there's the media, you know, what am I, what, what am I listening to on my commute? You know, right. I, I used to listen to Mike and Mike, you know, ESPN radio in the uh-huh. morning. 
it's nothing wrong nothing wrong with it you know uh i listen to the news and again there's nothing wrong with it i believe in being an educated citizen but i found out that there are better things to be doing for myself when i was I had a peak performance routine. So part of my morning routine is turning off ESPN radio and turning on things like podcasts or uh, um, this calling the success hotline. So for any listener who doesn't hasn't heard of the success hotline, it's um, uh, just Google it. Uh, I can pull it up on my phone actually real quick. I'll give you the phone number for it. So it's that. So explain it real quick. Uh, a guy named Dr. Rob Gilbert is a sports psychology professor every day. Get this, Jeff. Every day since 1992. Mm-hmm. Every day. Hasn't missed a single day. He's left a short motivational message. No kidding. You can call in every day, every single day. And he leaves a new one. It's incredible. Wow. Uh, but it's part of my environment of excellence, right? So yeah. the phone number for anyone listening, I'll, I'll say it twice. It's 973-743-4690. Again, 973-743-4690, Dr. Rob Gilbert. And you just call and there's a voicemail and you just listen to it. Listen, motivation and anyways, talk, pep you up, you know, kind of get you yep. focused. Positive. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. So that's part of my my environment of excellence, right? It's that's the kind of media I'm allowing into my head. Um, I have uh, a, a, a script of my ideal day. Um, and I've just read it into a voice memo on my phone and I listen to that about once a week. Mm-hmm. Um sort of a, almost like a visualization. Um, so, and, and then the, th- the third part is, is self-talk. Okay. So this, this, and we're talking again, still about this environment of excellence is this self-talk. So, so many of us, we just have this, this voice in the background, you know, uh, I've, I've read some books and listened to some people who are like, you know, we tell ourselves these stories about ourselves. And I right. always remember thinking like, like, I don't ever remember having story time with myself. Like, right. what are they talking about? You know, but what they're, what they're talking about, what they're referring to is this sort of background dialogue that's going on all the time right now. You know, this morning when you woke up tonight, you know, before bed, like it's always kind of in the background. It's, right. And, and so it's about taking that self-talk, lifting it out uh, up above the surface so we can actually see it and, and hear it and know what's going on and controlling it. And right. so, um, Part of my environment of excellence is my mantra. I have a mantra and I help people in my program develop their mantra and I repeat it nearly every day as part of my morning routine to put me in my peak performance state. So uh-huh. these are the things that are in my environment of excellence that that armor me against failure. Not be, not in that I don't fail, but in that it helps me deal with the failures. It helps me learn from the failures and it helps me uh, remember the positive things that I do and that I've done because we're all going to fail. It's just a matter of like remembering the successes and learning from the failures. Right. And when you put these things, when you create this environment of excellence, you know, you're listening to positive things and positive media instead of negative media, you're controlling your self-talk and you're having positive self-talk and not negative self-talk. And you have the right people in your life you know, mentors, role models, coaches, et cetera, then, then you can armor yourself against failure. So you can, you can continue on the path to success that you want. That's great for, you know, we talk about, uh, and we've talked about on this podcast, you know, the person that you have the, that you talk with the most throughout the day is yourself. What are you saying to yourself? You know, and what are the there? We have these certain things that uh, we start to believe about ourselves, and many times they're not true, but they kind of influence. And so, when you talk about creating a mantra, uh, creating a uh, an intentional, strategic 
positive dialogue that helps you to focus on yourself in a particular way and lead you in a, in a particular direction. I think that's awesome, man. That's wonderful. And appreciate you Thanks, sharing yeah. that. Yeah. And I love that. You're right. You're, you are the person you talk to the most every day. That's great. Yeah. We don't realize it, but as we're walking down the street or doing driving in the car, we're having a continual conversation with ourselves about look at that person or what are they doing or why they cut me off or what is that person wearing or what am I going to do tomorrow and all this stuff. And Uh. a lot of times, you know, our past experiences, and I think people get trapped in some of their past failures and those things kind of like color the way they look at themselves. And when you talk about developing something to get out of that and not believe that about yourself, I think that is just really awesome, man. Thank you. Um, okay. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your business, what you do, where our listeners can find you and what they can be involved in there. Yeah. So, um, I have a podcast like you, I have my podcast is called success through failure. And I've actually, uh, um, just, just surpassed episode 100. Just got a commitment from Tim Ferriss. I saw that on the webpage. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. John Gordon's going to be coming on soon. Marshall Goldsmith. So, um, Tony Horton. So had some, some great guests just sharing amazing stories. Um, but I always ask people to share a story about failure. Tell me about a time you failed when you were in that deep, dark place where you had, you felt that self doubt, that hopelessness that comes with failure and, and how you dealt with that. And, And we're talking about like uber successful people. Right sharing their failures and, but also they share, you know, habits for success and tactics and, um, getting very practical. So, um, so that's uh, success through failure. You can find it, uh, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google play. Just go look for success through failure. Uh, you can go to my website, Jim junior.com. If anybody wants to jump on a free strategy call with me, I'm happy to offer that to any guests, Jeff, that, that, that they're, you know, there's kind of want to, talk and get some clarity on their life. Um, Jim com slash apply, just A P P L Y. And and they can uh, grab a free strategy call with me. Um, Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. Jim Harshaw Jr. On Instagram, Twitter is Jim Harshaw, Facebook, Jim Harshaw Jr. Love to interact with people and uh, any, any questions or, or even feedback on the show. I'd uh, love to connect. Awesome, man. Great. Great. Well, have you become a Washington Redskins fan? Let me ask you that. You know, so Steelers are AFC, the Skins are NFC. So uh, I would go with Skins being my sort of secondary team, far okay. second. But uh, but uh, so they don't really, they're not a rivalry with the Steelers. So um, so I'm okay with the Skins. They're kind yeah. of local teams. So, uh, well, you know, I've, you know I've, I've I grew up, uh, I was born in Washington, D.C. and grew up for most of my life in Bowie, Maryland. So I'm a big time Redskins yeah. fan and Steelers yep. are second. So we're kind of a little opposite there. But there we we're, go. we're on the same, we're on the same side of the stadium in each, uh, in each venue, right? That's right. I'll, so I'll cheer on your uh, Redskins from down here if you cheer, cheer on my Steelers from up there. Yes. Nice. Nice. Well, Jim, thanks so much for joining with us today. We appreciate you have, having you on here and uh, just some really great insight. And uh, I appreciate it and want to say thanks for joining us. Likewise. Thanks for having me, Jeff. All right. All right. Please stick around till after our sponsors where I give you my big takeaway from our talk today with Jim Harshaw. And today's sponsor is Bluehost.com. Bluehost.com is a web hosting site. They provide all of 
your needs for hosting your website. So if you are interested in starting a blog or a podcast or a website, Bluehost can provide all that you need from domain all the way through hosting. They have a wonderful and easy user interface. The Mind for Life podcast and the Mind for Life website is hosted through Bluehost. And so if you are interested in checking them out, you can go to our website, mindforlife.org, and click on the link up at the top or go directly to their website, bluehost.com. And now my top takeaway from our conversation with Jim Harshaw. The thing that most impressed me about what Jim had to say is when he talked about in his four-step process, creating an environment of excellence. We don't often realize how important the people that we spend time with, the media that we spend time with, and even our own internal dialogues, how important that influence is upon us. And so look at the people that you're spending time with and ask yourself the question, are they building into your life? Are they helping you to move in a positive direction or are they helping to move you where you want to go in life? Look at the media that you're surrounding yourself with. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you putting into your mind? And ask yourself the question, is that moving you where you want to go in life? And then finally, look at the conversations that you're having with yourself every day. What are you saying to yourself? What is that internal dialogue saying? And ask yourself the question, is that moving me in the direction I want to go in life? And then he mentioned establishing a mantra, establishing something that you can begin to say, that you can begin to fill your mind with every day that will move you in a positive direction in your life. Once again, thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the Mind for Life podcast. If you would subscribe on iTunes, rate and review our podcast, that would help us out a ton. Share the links uh, with your friends on social media. They're right under the player there at mindforlife.org. And we will look forward to talking to you next week. (laughs) 